In the name of the Father and of the Son of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Good morning, everyone. My dear brothers and sisters, we gathered here to celebrate this divine liturgy. On this day, we remember uh, the martyrs that were um, killed at Our Lady of Salvation. Today is the 11th anniversary on the attack on the body of Jesus Christ in uh, Iraq, in Baghdad. We remember them, remember their families, and ask them also to pray for us. So let's take a couple of moments to pray for them and ask them also to intercede for us, for them and for their families. O holy martyrs, pray for us. Now I know it's a tradition, kind of tradition there uh, on this day, saints' cards are given out. And that's not actually a Chaldean thing. So we're going Chaldean with the saints' card. Saints' card will be distributed on the first day of the new year. And that's where you have a whole year to imitate a certain saint on that day. Life, my brothers and sisters, is all about questions. Life is filled with so many questions. Every moment, every hour, every day, from the time we wake up till the time we go to bed. Questions after questions after question. Some questions are philosophical. Why am I here? Why did God create me? What's the purpose of my life? Some other questions have to do with your future. Is this person the right person for me? Is this relationship good for me? Will you marry me on the day of the wedding? Am I being called by God to follow Him? Ask every nun, every priest, and every seminarian. Am I called to serve the altar, every server, every choir member, every other server and volunteer in the church? And some questions are very, very hard. What are we eating today? That's a very hard question. A harder question is asked every Middle Eastern lady and woman and a girl. What am I wearing today? What am I wearing to the party? What am I wearing to the church? Question after question after a question. And I'm sure a lot of you who are present here today in this church carry in your heart so many questions. God, when are you listening? When are you going to listen to my prayers? When is this happening? And a lot of times we try to avoid so many questions, so we try to spend money, we go on vacations. We try to run or oversleep so that we don't answer certain questions in our lives. Try to run from them. And on top of all these questions, I'm going to ask you one more question. 
who is Jesus Christ to you? Who is Jesus Christ? Because your life on earth and in heaven will depend on how you are going to answer this question. Your life, your whole existence, and the answer to every question you have will depend on how you are going to answer this question. All our who's and what and when and which and will depend on how you are going to answer this very important question. Now Jesus is going with his disciples today to the district of Caesarea Philippi. Now this district, this area was known by pagan gods. Wherever you look, you will see a temple of certain God around you and was some kind of Las Vegas of that time. What happens in Caesarea Philippi stays in Caesarea Philippi. It was a very bad area. It's not a coincidence that Jesus is asking that question today. Who do you say that I am? Who do you say that I am? How, and how, what people are saying about me? That's very similar or familiar to our world today. We live in a very Caesarea Philippi, where we are surrounded by so many fake gods, so many fake temples. Every time, every time you let a person, something, or some substance control your life, you're declaring that person, that something to be a God with a small g in your life. So, how many gods do we have today? We live in a Caesarea Philippi when we are surrounded by so many fake gods. And Jesus comes in the middle of all of this, says, who do you say that I am? And the caliber of our lives will depend on how we are going to answer that question. Now, Jesus is trying with his disciples something that's very, very beautiful and unique. He says, who do, you, who do people say that I am? Well, the disciples answer, some say you are John the Baptist, some say you are Elijah, and some say you are Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. Now why these three? Now people were confused about the identity of Jesus Christ, like so many people today are confused about his identity. Now Jesus was asking them back then, if you Google my name, what are you going to find? Try to Google Jesus Christ. How many opinions you'll find? We live in a time and age, everyone is a biblical scholar on Instagram and Facebook. We live in a time and age, everyone is a theologian when it comes to Christianity and how to follow Jesus the right path and the right way. We live in a time and age, everyone is telling you their opinion about Jesus Christ and how Christian life should be and shouldn't be. 
Now, why these three prophets? Now, John the Baptist was a prophet who called for repentance and the kingdom of God. Elijah was known by a miracle prophet who performed a lot of miracles. Jeremiah was called the weeping prophet. This Jeremiah always, his heart was broken for his people. He always cried for his people, prayed for his people. As if Jesus is telling them two things, please do not split me. Because we have people who are focusing too much, too much on Jesus who is all merciful and nice and forgetting that Jesus also calls for repentance. And Jesus also is a God of miracles. There are some people who focus too much also on, on repentance and they view Jesus as someone who's calling for judging and, and putting others down and therefore forgetting this Jesus is a Jesus of miracles and mercy. A lot of people also focus on many different kinds of Jesus, but I tell you, all these versions do not matter because our God is a personal God. That's why Jesus is shifting the idea what people are saying about me to, but who do you say that I am? Because our God is a personal God. My brothers and sisters, your kingdom, the kingdom of God and your path to holiness does not depend on anyone's opinion about Jesus because your life will depend on your opinion and your relationship with Jesus Christ. It's very, because our God is a very personal God. And by the way, your relationship with Christ does not depend on the priest and their views on Jesus too because the preaching should be all about Him. And it's your choice. It's our choice to make the right call. Your relationship with Jesus Christ does not depend because you have your mother who is always praying or your dad is always praying going to church. Your relationship with Jesus Christ does not depend because you have a priest in your family or a nun. Or you have a lot of priests and nuns in your family. Your relationship with Jesus Christ depends on your relationship with Him and not on anyone else in the midst of a world that's so divided about the identity of Jesus Christ. And guess what? From the very moment, from the very moment that God incarnated, when Mary and Joseph went to the temple and presented Jesus to Simeon, guess what Simeon said to Mary? And this child is destined to be the rise and fall of so many. And today the world is actually rising and falling because of Jesus Christ. You either believe in all of Jesus or don't divide Jesus, please. And this is where the idea of the church established. Now Jesus is calling all of us to meditate on this very Sunday about the identity of the church. What's the identity of the church? And what is exactly, what is the church? The identity of the church is founded on the declaration of Peter, you are the son of the living God. And Jesus answering him, and you are Peter on this rock, I will build my church. But Jesus, hold on, 
This Peter will deny you. Three times. How are you building your church on him? How is this possible? As if Jesus is telling us, if the church, if the church depend on humans, will always betray me. But if the church depends on the declaration, the son of the living God will always be built on the rock. And the rock is Jesus himself, the faith that we have. And unfortunately, I say one of the most difficult times for me in this country, the very first year I stepped foot in this place, it's we try to politicize everything. Even the mission of the church. The first time when I start learning about the theology that's being spread in this country, and especially when time comes for elections, the whole thing is divided, everything is divided about what and what should the church do and shouldn't do. But the church's mission is to answer the very important question, who is Jesus Christ? Because that's the salvation, that's the foundation of every church. So my brothers and sisters, let's not politicize Jesus. Jesus is Jesus. He does not belong to any party. And he does not belong to any group. Because Jesus is Jesus and is the heart of the church. Once we step foot inside a church and we receive the Eucharist, we have accepted that He is the center of our lives and not our social problems that are happening outside of these walls. Because guess what? When we leave the church, we carry with us the church. We carry with us the body of Jesus Christ. And guess where the church is? Today is in the church. Every and each one of you, when you come forward and receive the body of Jesus Christ, you become the church. You are the church. You are Peter. So if you depend on your humanity, you will always betray. If you depend on Him, on God that you are receiving in your heart, you will always stay faithful. So it doesn't matter what kind of journey we walk, it doesn't matter what kind of uh, problems we face, doesn't matter what kind of fear we live, doesn't matter what's taking control over our lives, or we let sometimes the things that take control over our lives, as long as I stay focused that my life without Jesus is nothing. That's why coming to church, receiving the Eucharist, is very important because once I come to Him, I unite myself with Jesus Christ, the foundation, the rock of my salvation. And that's why St. Paul says, you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Because each and every one of us, once they step foot outside of this church, we become the church in the world. So if you have any thoughts about who Jesus is, please focus. Focus on his real identity. Focus on who He is, who He really is, not a version of Jesus Christ. Sometimes, because we feel comfortable, we made a custom-made Jesus. We just make a custom.
comfortable version of Jesus because it goes with my lifestyle, it goes with my decisions, it goes with how I see things today. If we get the answer right, then everything will be transformed into a new creation. And we will begin and start seeing less evil in the world, less poverty, less hunger, hunger less greed, less selfishness. If we get the answer right, who, we, who Jesus is truly. We ask this through the intercession of our Mother Mary, St. Joseph and St. George. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, forever. Amen. Amen.